Hello, and welcome to the Art of Podcast, hosted by Grand Lifestyle Magazine and the Public Arts Commission. I'm your host, Tammy Vignes, and I'm joined today by Marla Defoe, Dana Bastian, and Dean Opp. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us. So do you guys, like, do you plant flowers? Are you guys big flower people? I love flowers. I'm a killer of flowers. <laughs> um, I just put some on my deck, and they're already half dead. So yeah. I struggle. Yeah, I do too. How about you, Dean? Are you a green thumb? Oh, I'm definitely a green thumb. Are you really? I, you bet I should come over to your deck. I can probably revive do some pruning flowers. and yeah. fertilizing. Please do. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm not a green thumb by any stretch of the imagination. I well, now I have a new puppy and she also like tramples everything out in the yard. So anything that did look at one point okay is now like slightly smushed. But thankfully, they're like things like lilies that are pretty hardy, so it's not so bad if she runs through them. But I'm not good with like things that I like perennials, like things that I have to plant and maintain. And those are know. annuals. Or, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, obviously, I'm, this is not my area of expertise whatsoever. Uh, yeah, so I have like this really pitiful hanging basket that, you know, I always try to find something that doesn't have anything that I need to like deadhead, like petunias and that kind of thing. And I don't know, I still, like, I still struggle. There's, like, it's a mixed basket that my husband brought home from somewhere. And it's, some of it looks all right, and some of it is, like, crunchy and crispy and doesn't look too too hot, but it's hanging in there. I always recommend petunias to anyone who can't plant, because you literally cannot kill a petunia. Well, mm, I beg to differ. I have geraniums. Oh, yeah. I feel like those um, I'm okay with. I might be okay with geraniums. Those are the ones I'm killing. Are you? So I, don't I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't really. I think I, I, I'm literally, like, about to resort to being those people that just put, like, like, silk flowers or plastic things, like, in, you know, like, they plant them so that... It gives the appearance that they're like alive and well, but you really see like this just like plastic stem like shoved down in the dirt. So are you going to go out and like pretend to water your silk flowers once a week? I might. (laughs) Just, yes, to keep up with appearances. Because all my neighbors really care about that kind of stuff too. I know I probably have the best yard on the block and it's still terrible. So anyway, (laughs) so that's obviously a little segue into what we're talking about today. So today we're chatting with Brooke Conlon of Brooke Floral Events Styling. And we're talking about the art of designing with flowers. So welcome, Brooke. Thank you for being here. Hey, thanks so much. Excited. So obviously you have a green thumb. So uh, <laughs> kind of why you do what you do. So, <laughs> I, you know, I I would say it's a partial green thumb. I, I am on the same uh, level sometimes as far as gardening goes. Right. Um, don't always have the most perfect pots that's for sure so it's always some trial and error on my end too. right right see what grows <laughs> together well and <laughs> for, and sure. Works. for sure yes yes it's always it's always I always am trying to do something weird and different and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't so I hear you on maybe killing a thing right. every now and then yeah I'm that person <laughs> who goes to you know Lowe's or all seasons or somewhere and just buys you know I overpay for something that's just already done for me because I don't have that that brain that's like, oh, okay, yeah, this will work together and this will grow. I know Marla's yes. mom has a nice little uh, uh, saying for planting things. Uh, thriller, filler, and spiller. Yeah, I mean, it makes yes, all the sense. They teach sure. you that at all seasons too. Do they? Yes. Nice. Yeah, I yes. mean, I mean, it is kind of a, you know, and, and I think things work best in like groups of three. 
and yes. yeah and again so you got it yeah. going on well you I mean I think it's off. just like I've like you know absorbed this knowledge over the years it doesn't mean that I'm like would actually know what to choose but it's still whatever I gotcha I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> so yeah so I mean obviously you are in more of like the styling and the arranging of um yeah. of flowers and I know I've seen your name you know I mean obviously I know you but um I've seen your name in the in the design aspect around town for quite some time so how long yeah. have you actually been doing floral design so um kind of a little backstory. I started uh working at Lever's grocery store when I was a senior in high school and basically have been self-taught. I never went to school, um, which is good and bad probably, but um started in a little grocery shop and then kind of bounced around the flower shops um in town. Um, I was in college and did my cousin's wedding. It was the first big wedding I had ever done. Wow, no and pressure. So, yeah, none at all. She, <laughs> she just said, go for it. So I'm like, okay, I'll try and figure this out. Right? And I did. But <laughs> nice. um, I would say it's been a little over 15 years wow. that I've been um, just playing with flowers and um, in, in weddings and special events, things like that, um, but have just in enjoyed it um I, I have a full-time job as well so mm-hmm. this is my business but side business I, right. <laughs> I say um but it's you know it's just I've enjoyed it and I love it and it's 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 brings me joy and it's a creative outlet mm-hmm. and, um kind of mindless to me which I know some people are like I can't believe it's mindless but oh, I know I'd be uh, stressing out for sure it, <laughs> but um just have really enjoyed it and that's that's how long I mean I hope to do it for another 15 years but right. I have just really been enjoying it for sure that's awesome well and I feel like you come from a pretty creative family your mom is pretty talented yeah. with stuff like yeah. that too yeah my mom is in event world and yeah. um used to paint and paint cl- I remember even as a kid painting clothes and her mom was into like oil painting and things oh, like nice. that so, the, so I I was the the child that did get the the art creativeness I guess we can say that my sister would agree she's just like I can't do it just figure it out and make something for that's, me yeah that's me too I mean I got like the music side of the family but like my mom used to do like macrame and ceramics oh, cool. and stuff like that I don't really remember her doing it like when I was a kid but yeah. we had all of the hanging plant you know, Very cool. things all around yeah. our house, like big, I mean, elaborate, like I would not have the slightest idea where to start with something <laughs> like that. I mean, it's, I can barely tie my shoes, let alone make a macrame hanging bas- hanging plant holder. <laughs> I mean, everything would just drop to the floor and I'd have just dirt everywhere. Yeah, no, it's, I, I did not get that side. And she's always been like, oh, you know, I should get back into stuff like that. And I think she's actually been doing some like quilting or knitting or something, which again is just way over my head. So, uh, well, that's cool. Do you, um, do you have any like favorite flowers that you work with? Um, I would say I'm a big fan of ranunculus. Um, they're like a spring flower. So it's like spring time, honestly, like everything just is, you know, it's new, fresh, Mm -hmm new beginning time of year and so spring flowers like literally I feel like just come out and they are on steroids and ranunculus have been like as big as my palm every now and then um it's something that I like to use like as 
as long as I can, as long as I can get it through different distributors. But, um, that's one that I just, yeah, I, I love ranunculus for sure. So I'm going to ask then, um, and maybe you don't want to answer this, but uh, (laughs) what flower do you think is overdone? Ooh, I like it. I know my least favorite flower, but I do too. Yeah. Um, (laughs) you know, I feel like, so it's not, it's not bad and it's, and it's, it's not a bad thing, but I would say, you know, hydrangea have always been like a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not a bad thing. They're beautiful. I like them. Um, but that is a flower that can give your florist a little bit of stress, especially <laughs> in the summer because they like to be hydrated so much. Uh-huh. Um, but it's something that definitely I see is, is popular as well as roses. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just always always something that's used um i would say another thing about just the like a favorite or like an overused flower or like a really popular flower that's that's used is even talking about like color schemes so you have a lot of brides who will just be like well i want like a neutral classy soft palette which is beautiful you know classic whites and greens and things like that but i like it's like Christmas when they're like, do whatever you want and all the color and just like have fun with it. Um, the clouds wrong, part like, and the choir yes, sings like, for you. Yes, for sure. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a classic white, but right. it is fun when you have uh, a bride or a groom come and say like, I, I just like everything. So just do what you want and getting to play with just like different, you know, color schemes and textures Mm -hmm. that's like my that just makes it that much more better (laughs) yeah so what were you gonna say tammy what was i gonna say oh oh as far as my my least like flower um well and you don't really ever see this in like weddings i don't think so much but i always think of like whenever if i'm just buying like a bouquet of flowers at target or somewhere I don't really like carnations. A I don't. Yeah. A lot of people don't yeah. like carnations. I mean, they're just kind of filler, like filler flowers. Yeah. I'm like, well, they yeah. last a long time and they're probably cheap, but you know, yeah, they're cheap yeah. and they last a long time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not something that I want to hang or have hanging on my dining room table for too long. I not guess. Not gonna have a whole bouquet no. of carnations no. at Tammy's house. No, yeah. not no. at all. Mine would totally be calla lilies. I think they're oh, so yeah. overdone. Yeah, and like, yeah. like get get a little creative. My sister's wedding, like yeah. she got married and it was like early nineties and it was, you know, so that was kind of the style and it was that like was the, the long stem, you know, they weren't part of like a bouquet necessarily. It was like the arm, you know, you mm-hmm. hold it in your arm and yes. they were just, I mean, and that kind of in itself is like a little bit of an awkward situation. It's like you're just cradling sure. this yeah. bouquet of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> you walk around. I don't know. And I think I also, as a bridesmaid, I was like 12, literally 12 with the tightest <laughs> French braid in my hair that you have ever seen. I mean, it was painful and I'm not even joking. I mean, that thing did not move. Yeah. So anyway, but I also, I also carried gala lilies and they were not, um, they weren't my favorite, but not she liked favorite. them. So I that's all that mattered. I have another question if you're ready, Brooke. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> you can tell this is something I'm excited about. Um, what is your favorite non-floral thing to put in a bridal bouquet? Ooh, I like oh. that. Non-floral, huh, that's a good one. Like um, I've seen feathers and th- I'm just wondering if you have something fun that you're yeah, like. Yeah, so like yeah. Um, one thing that, 
you know, it's coming into style now, but I feel like the preserved, like dried florals, like there's kind of just different textures that they don't necessarily look like flowers at all. It just looks like a completely different element. Um, in, in bouquets, I started to kind of do, I've started to do that for, you know, the last couple of years and kind of people are like, what is that? And what do you, you know, and it's, like it's just a dried, dried floral element. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I think people are always surprised about are like tropical flowers. So like there are, um, now I'm blanking on what it is. I can see it right. Oh, a protea. It's called a protea. They can be spiky. They can be kind of like, they're, they're pink, orange, white. Some are called king protea, but it's a funky uh, tropical flower that um, people just always get really interested in. Very so cool. that's something kind of different. And kale is another one. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Like Leafy I've seen kale. like things that kind of look like, you know, like a head of lettuce, yeah. <laughs> sort of yeah. like yeah. a cabbage. <laughs> yeah. And that's always something like I always like to do, I guess, is like try and find one, even if it's just a stem of something. Like I just think that always is. it it starts a conversation I always feel like and Mm -hmm. people aren't like I think because we live in small town North Dakota people are like well we can't get that flower but we can and so it's always like a big talking point or a point of conversation I feel like when they're just not used to seeing something or like can't believe that it they can you know you can get something like that right where we live right so well, yeah. that brings up kind of another question, like, you know, the sources for these flowers. I mean, do you, like, how do you get in touch with these people? How do you find places that, you know, yeah. are going to be like good quality that you can rely on that aren't going to come sure. wilted and awful? Yes. So um, we do have a wholesaler over in East Grand Forks. Mm-hmm. So um, that's a resource of of them. They get, they get fresh flowers in every week. They have a cooler and inventory. Um you're always like, like for weddings and things like that, you're placing orders obviously beforehand so that they can get, um, what you need in. But, um, besides, I mean, that's a local resource. It's super nice. I try and try and stay local if possible. Um, but you know, you run into different issues, especially when you start to hit like fall and winter. Um, so Minneapolis is another big one. Again, wholesale distributors, they have a number of them out there, um, that, you just kind of find and make contacts okay. with and and that's where they can come from another one would be um a distributor that i that i have used and try to use is right out of california um and that's always like christmas too because your stems are on steroids it's just that it takes a lot more to get them to us right. um they're actually cargoed in overnight by plane so oh. it's a, it's a trip out to the airport then you're getting however many boxes of flowers and then the processing part of of it all it's it's a little extra work but you can kind of get a lot a lot more variety um, when you can find a direct resource that's awesome so like what type of setup do you have like at home or do you have like a little yeah. shop I mean do you have coolers that kind of thing yeah so I uh, actually work out of my home. Um, we have uh, 
a, a single stall garage is literally what I work out of. And I have refrigeration and uh, uh, heater and I have air conditioning when I need it. So oh, nice. literally I'm working out of that. And it's just kind of set up like a studio, a studio space where I have, you know, tables and carts of, in, you know, different mm-hmm. containers, things like that. So I w- work out of my home. I have uh, forever. <laughs> you know, I've gone back and forth about, you know, do you want to do a brick and mortar or studio space? But it just is, I don't know. I found, I enjoy it. I, it's, it's nice to just have everything where you need it. And, and it's something that, you know, w- having a full-time job and then doing the floral, I still have that freedom of like not having to take something every single week as right. far as uh, an event or a wedding. So, right. You can be a little um, bit choosy with yeah. what you want to do and yeah. what your schedule looks like. Yeah, for sure. So, but yeah, I worked out of my home and just uh, my uh, husband, actually, we just repainted it all and got it all set up and fresh. So I feel nice. like I'm in an entirely new spot. So that's nice too. Well, and since you have like a full-time job, I mean, even just like knowing that you're home, you know, like instead yeah. of like leaving yeah. work and then you're like, oh, yeah. I guess I got to go to the studio for a few hours <laughs> yeah. and, you know, this so you can yeah. sneak in and like, you know, have dinner or, yes. you know, spend a little yes. time with your husband and your Definitely. doggo and all that good yeah. stuff. So yeah, um, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I think that would be a nice convenient, you know, if you're going to, um, you know, have a, an artistic space, you know, having it just right, right on sure. your stomping ground is always kind of a nice, nice yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of, you know, obviously the floral design, um, when you're doing events, whether they be weddings or galas or what have you, um, do you do anything in addition to the floral arranging? I mean, do you, um, you know, any like drapery and that kind of um, stuff typically when i don't have like a, I used to have it i don't have it so much now a lot of inventory like that so mm-hmm. i'll work with local um rental companies in town um so like as far as drapery um like lighting um if it's table linens things like that i'll i'll just work and kind of, i like to, you know spread the love right and right. and and help others in the community grow as well so um we'll work with different vendors for like those kinds of needs. But what I do find myself, I think that's also being a director of events as a full-time job is I find myself maybe getting too involved or knowing too many things, but it just eases my mind Right, Um, right. uh, as far as, you know, who they're working with. If I'm not working directly for them with another vendor, um, there had, you know, a couple of times, like someone hasn't shown up and, I remember one wedding I was like, I think she said she was going to have lighting, but there's no lighting. And sure enough, something got messed up right. and they were like, yeah, we have it. But then she canceled it. But now she wants it. I'm like, yep. So can you just get someone here? And <laughs> like then we right made now. it work. Yeah, we made it work. But it's just, you know, it's always things like that. Right, that, right. That I, that helps too as far as knowing uh people in our area and connecting with them and working with them and yeah it for helps, sure. helps on also not having to be as organized <laughs> and have so much right, you can rely a little bit on other people yeah. to kind of have that yeah for that sure i i should say too besides the garage i do have a storage unit i feel like if i didn't have a storage unit 
I don't know my if my husband <laughs> would be, be quite so be quite on board with the so second business. On board. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's like so. get all this crap out of my house and out of my yard and out of my garage. Yes, no. Exactly. Yes. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, you do have to have like a little bit of separation and yeah. and you know for sure keep things kind of organized <laughs> and hidden away. Definitely. Definitely. Oh god. So we kind of talked about this at the very beginning about, you know, you have when you're doing like a potted plant, you have like three different types of flowers. Usually it's Mm -hmm. in odds. How do you really kind of start your process? Do you find one flower as kind of your centerpiece and then work around and do filler similar to what you'd be doing if you were potting a plant or something else? No, um. You know, someone has always, I've been asked this question a lot and I I don't know how to really understand it. And I feel like Dean, I know he's an artsy kind of guy and has an art background. Uh His head is swelling over here. (laughs) We all got to back away from the table. Inspiration (laughs) is what you're talking about. Yes, exactly. And so like when someone is like, do you have like this formal process and do you, do you know exactly what you're going to do? I, to be completely honest, like I can have a, a client um, show me a picture, right? So like Dean said, inspiration. But then it's like I don't ever want anything I do to be identical to anything else. So it's really like getting inspiration from, you know, it could be a picture of a bouquet or it could be a picture of like, furniture and colors someone may have liked and then me just like going with it in my head as far as like okay well you could do a yellow and a white and then add like an orange and I it's really hard to put into words but the 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 three like for potting though like threes right like always odds is what I what I do tend to do as far Mm -hmm. as like if it's a you know are we going to work with five different blooms and then like how are we incorporating that through the entire um event or wedding like whether that you know you start with a bouquet for a wedding and then incorporating that into tablescapes and things like that so um that's not a great answer but I just yeah I just I don't know I just do it and then go with it right. I guess whatever <laughs> however the spirit moves you yes <laughs> yes so um I'm gonna ask a question that's gonna make Dana proud here because this is her thing um what are we gonna see in the fall what's the hot trend for weddings I love fall pumpkin pumpkin everything <laughs> I have pumpkins on my desk right now <laughs> um so it's again a mix I feel like like there can always be like the next hot trend but I feel like um a lot of what I see is like people are really liking the preserved dried look um boho pompous grass and that's kind of really been like the last year but it but I see it trickling into fall um the other thing is just a lot of like for decor for tables and things like that a lot of candlelight um whether that be a taper candle um or pillars um 
glassware, obviously, like creating the ambiance. I've, you know, that's what that's a big thing, obviously, when you're when you're decorating an entire space. But I would say, you know, the preserved floral. There's been a lot of requests for that. Um, it's just as much as as you know, fresh floral, right. um, if not more. Um, that's one thing too with everything else going on. You know, pricing is has been interesting yeah i'm sure um, and going up and fluctuating so much that sometimes you might be making not as much as you thought in the beginning um but i would say yeah kind of like the preserved uh look and um you know warm neutral tones with maybe like some toffee uh accents is what what i'm seeing anyway pretty so yeah, I'm sure yeah. like over, you know, doing this for 15 years, you've probably seen a whole, a whole array a of different yeah. styles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm just imagining with the preserved flowers, I realize that this isn't what you mean by it. But I'm just remembering like when I was like in junior high and I'd get like, you know, a, a flower delivery from my little boyfriend. And of course, I never <laughs> wanted those things ever to to be dead or to disappear so I would like squish them in between like the Encyclopedia Britannica and and dictionaries like the world book just all over the place I'd put them in like wax paper and they'd you know put heavy things on top of them and find them you know five years later and probably ants crawling around I don't know I don't think there were any ants but yeah I was (laughs) I always hung mine with a with a clothespin oh. upside down well, that, in oh, the closet yeah, sure. they dried and oh. yeah, they would be, you know. That makes sense. I Three used to collect yeah. them and then put them between wax paper and then iron them. Oh yes, I've seen that too. I have seen mm-hmm. that. And isn't there something yeah. that you can do? I feel like I'm, I'm having this like moment where I'm remembering something from my childhood <laughs> and it was like a bouquet of some sort. And I don't remember if it was like an arrangement or if it was like, I just, I don't, I don't like, I can't quite reach that far back in my brain, but I want to say like it was sprayed with hairspray. Like, is that a process? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was like super, you know, crunchy and like brittle kind of feeling, but yet like durable at the same time. It was, it was cool. Speaking of getting flowers and things like that. So my curiosity question is, how the heck does your husband ever uh, present you with flowers? Yeah, right. how, how does that work? <laughs> Without you judging. Do they, yeah. yeah, he'll get a kick out of that question for oh, sure. Oh, that's funny. Um, I don't get flowers. <laughs> I think I've gotten flowers once. Um, and actually, it wasn't just flowers for me. It was flowers for me and my sorority sisters when I was in college. And he, like, it wasn't, it was like a bouquet. And, it, I mean, he made effort. And I think it was the only thing they had. But I guess now that we're talking about flowers, I might not like. We got uh, <laughs> the one time I got flowers, I hated them. Yeah, the one time, uh, painted neon Ooh. daisies. Oh and yes, yes. Yeah, it, it, they were. And I think he knew. Like he's like, this is literally all I had to pick from. And, and again, it's it's the thought that counts. But yeah, that's um, a tough position like, to be n- in. Never just do that again. Defending yes. him a little right. bit. Yes. <laughs> The neon painted like the Gerber daisies or what? Yep, yes. yep, yep, for sure. Oh, and they last for like four months. Right. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, yeah, talk about a flower with some life to it. Holy smokes. Yeah, you couldn't kill those if you wanted to. Then I have one more quick question. Yeah, go for when, it. You know, it's obvious you're very passionate about what you do and uh, we talk about the creative process and, and how you feel when you uh, 
are able to create something and feel good about it. And I'd like to hear a story of a time that comes to your mind when you think about something you did that you were very proud of, how it turned out. Maybe it was heading for disaster and it turned out great, or maybe it was this wild idea that no one thought you could pull off and then you did. I bet it wasn't painting Gerber daisies. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, not painting. Um, Actually, so... You know, obviously everyone went through a pandemic um, mm-hmm. and was affected by it. And um, I mean, people still got together in smaller, uh, smaller groups. But there, uh, one wedding that will stick out in my mind and, and literally is at the top of my, you know, maybe top mm-hmm. 10 things was it was a couple they had to re- they've had to reschedule like three or four times and it ended up being. And they had rented a restaurant downtown and they were going to have 60 people. And so this was when uh, things were getting interesting in Grand Forks and numbers were kind of all over the place. She was a health health professional, so completely aware of the situation and was just kind of like, we're going to plan and we're going to try and do this. And I'm like, yep, I'm up for it. Let's do it. And so we were planning to decorate this restaurant for 60 people. And then Grand Forks turned on fire and everyone was getting COVID and it just was getting out of control. So she had called me, it must have been like a week and a half before the event, two we- or two weeks before the wedding and was like, I don't think it's going to happen. We're not going to do it. I said, mm-hmm. okay, all right, yeah. we'll just, you know, I get it. We're fine. You're fine. We're, everything's fine. Everybody's healthy and we're fine. So I said, if, if something comes up and, you know, you do figure out what exactly you want to do, <laughs> just let me know. And I need to know by this day. So it was literally, I think, seven days before the event. And she called and she goes, okay, we're doing it. And it's only going to be 16 of us. And I want you to do exactly what you're going to do with the original plan. I want you to do, you know, just do it and incorporate what we talked about. And it'll be great and I'm like yep this is going to be the best ever so we I I ordered the flowers we did all the things she ended up not getting or going to the restaurant because the restaurants there was stuff going on with that with protocols we ended up going above uh uh what is now Eden and Co in downtown Grand Forks and she had her family they went out and got married in Warsaw she came they came to Grand Forks for a dinner and I got to create like the most wonderful table, the most wonderful bouquet. And just like, it was really about being married and the wedding itself and not, you know, three, you know, 600 guests and right. all of that. I, ju- I think it just like reconfirmed like more of like, I know I, I just got like confirmation of like, I get to be a part of people's like best day ever. I always say that. Like I get to be a a part of this super, super like important day in people's lives. And like it just with just that small group and 16 people, it was so meaningful and so beautiful. And like, it just, it was awesome. And like the intimacy of it all and just, it reaffirmed everything. So I would say that is one, one big thing that like, Mm -hmm. I just, that is, that's like my top three at least comes in. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, yeah. 
certainly the world was turned upside down and then just, you know, Definitely. actually having yeah. like a little, you know, something, <laughs> yeah. something good come yes. of all of it. That's awesome. Very For cool. Sure. Um, yeah. So do you teach any um, like workshops or classes, anything like that? So I have done workshops in the past. I teetering back and forth with it again of trying to bring them back. Um, it's just <laughs> trying to find the time right, right now. Right. Um, I'm hoping to, to try and see if I can start to do something again, maybe in the, like around holiday time. Like I, I've done like workshops around like Thanksgiving and, uh, right before mm-hmm. Christmas, things like that. Right. And, um, I did a Galentine's event where, you know, you could come out and make flowers for yourselves because <laughs> you knew your significant other maybe isn't the best flower person. So that's awesome. Um, or you're single they, and you want to give them to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, um, I'm hoping, you know, it, it, with it, with just getting back into the swing of things, um, the summer is crazy because everyone had to postpone. I mean, we're still in postponement postponements right. from Making up COVID. Things, yeah. I, yeah. Um, that I'm hoping to get back into the swing of, of putting on maybe a couple more w- workshops here in 22 or 23. So we'll see. Very cool. I should yeah. sign up for one of those. I'll have to keep a keep a lookout and you can hold my hand through the whole process and (laughs) help me put together like a very sad little (laughs) you can just enjoy a beverage right I'll just watch I'll critique everyone else (laughs) you supervise right like just finish it you can do it right right I mean I'll you know yeah if you need like me to put like my finger down so that you can tie a bow or whatever like I'm I'm happy to help with that or you know if you need me to like pluck any thorns off of any stems or something but don't sign up for that that's not no I know yeah that's right you did tell me a story about having to dethorn a million roses that's funny yeah so Brooke where can uh people get a hold of you how can they see your work and yeah, for sure. Reach out for events. Um, so I do have a website. It's brookfloralstyling.com. Um, also an Instagram page and Facebook page. So uh, out there, I would say um, the website or Instagram is where I get a lot of inquiries. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I, how I connect most with people who are looking for a florist for something. Um, so that's probably the best way. Awesome. Perfect. Um, and I know we've, uh, eaten into a chunk of your time today, but I just have one last question oh, to <laughs> yeah. end this podcast that has literally nothing to do with flowers whatsoever, <laughs> but I like to play a, would you rather okay. at the end of every podcast? I'm here for so it. So today my, would you rather is, would you rather for every single day for a year, you have to dress up like. And we're not talking like, oh, I'm just going to wear a dress. Like I'm wearing a dress today that's like a giant t-shirt. No, yeah. this is like a gown and yeah. heels, formal. Yes, like you're going to a gala every single day. Full makeup, full hair, all the all the things every day in every occasion. So you're going to work, you're going to a funeral, you're going to the grocery store, whatever. And all year long living in North Dakota, which of course has many, many seasons. Or same thing for a year. Every occasion, all year long, all weather, you are wearing like just sweats. But I'm not talking like cute sweats, like yoga, you know, like athleisure wear. I'm talking like the Hanes, you know, elastic bottomed (laughs) pants. Like I have a pair that I actually really love. 
and like the crew neck, you know, just plain, like everything's one yeah. color. You can, uh, you can change up the sweatpants. Like you could wear like blue one day or oh, yellow yeah. or whatever you want, but they're just like, you know, the very basic, heavy, <laughs> thick sweatpants oh. every day for okay. a year. All right. Um, <laughs> you're killing me on this one. Um, and you might be surprised by my answer. <laughs> I'm going to say the gown. Really? Okay. Because the reason I say that is because I think by being home uh, for a while and yeah. not in the office, like it was great and all to like be in my sweats and hang and not really do right, much. Right, right. But then it was like, oh, this just is not really that great. <laughs> and then, like, to actually have to come back into the world and put myself together. Right. I felt a lot better about myself. Like, I am yeah. not a girly girl or, like, makeup queen, any of that right. at all. But I think I would have to go with the gown. Yeah. Yeah. But that's never going to happen. But <laughs> no. Thankfully, like, the, the odds of this coming to fruition are very, very slim. But yes. nonetheless. Okay. How about and you, Dana? Gown, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, and the gown, too, that this is my last thing. The gown, too, is like, it goes with like the whole flower. Well, right. That does make sense. Where, yes. like, <laughs> the gown and the different colors and the different textures and all the things that's that's why I'm right. going gown. No, yeah. I mean that makes sense. That does yeah. make sense. And maybe you have a little bit more credibility like to your clients like showing up in a gown versus a Hanes sweatsuit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and it's always better to be overdressed than underdressed, right? For sure. Yes. Yes. Okay, Dana, what about you? Well, I think this should come to zero surprise for anyone who knows me ever. Um, it's going to be the gown. I, anyone not, who not knows surprised. me, I have to like always be put together. Even if I'm wearing sweats, every outfit is like put together. If I could go back in time, I would go to fashion school. It'd be so much fun, but that's a lot of work. So that's not going to happen. Also, does this also mean that you get a personal hairstylist and makeup artist? Oh. Or do you have to do it yourself? I feel like because, you got to do it yourself. Oh, well, I guess. That'll be fine. But you're good at that <laughs> stuff, too. You're good at that. Yes. Well, you know me. I've been dying for a reason to wear my daughter's prom dress. So Everybody's shocking me right um, now. So I'm absolutely going uh, with gowns. Really? For sure. For sure. Yep. And I mean, Dean, I know you're not going to be wearing a gown, but like, so, would you like a tuxedo? Like, dress has always been my strongest suit. So, you know, <laughs> we're going to go with the overdress versus the underdress. Yeah. yeah. And you're, I mean, you got to wear those awful shoes too, like the wingtips or whatever they're called. That might be hard because, <laughs> you know, the dress shoes that you've not worn, right. you're like you've rented or something, right. they're never comfortable. Well, no, but, I'm but, sure. but if you're going to do it every day, you're going to buy your own pair. Right. And, and then break, break them in. in. Break yeah. it in. It'll, It'll be, be beautiful. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, can I wear flip flops under my gown? No, mm -mm. nope. It is the whole kit and caboodle. Oof. Yep. Okay. Yep. Does that change your mind? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm also not going to shock anybody. I'm going full on sweatsuit. Like, <laughs> I very much enjoyed working from home during the pandemic and not wearing clothes. <laughs> I wore clothes. I wore clothes. Not wearing like clothes that I would normally wear to the office, but I am a big, big, big fan, huge fan of sweats and being comfortable. And I do legitimately, in fact, for my bachelorette party, my group of friends, we like to have theme parties 
and my theme for my bachelorette party was sweatsuit. So we all, and it was in August, by the way, so it was warm. And we we all wore, we ordered Hanes match, not really matching, but we all ordered Hanes, the crew necks and the giant pants with the elastic yes. bottoms. And mine was all white. So like bright white, bright, 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 top and bottom. Nobody else could find like matching bottoms to go with their top. So they picked like a color of their choice. There's purple and blue and orange and yellow and pink. And then they just all wore black bottoms with their, with their Hanes sweatshirts. And, oh, and then we also had fanny packs that matched the top part. So like my fanny pack is white, some were pink. And we like rode around, we were at a lake and we rode around on a pontoon and we went into this lodge for dinner and (laughs) we got a lot of looks. A lot of people (laughs) stared at us wondering what was going on. And finally somebody came over, (laughs) came up to our table and they're like, so, you know, we just noticed you guys are, look like you're having a... Um, party or theme party and we just kind of gave them that blank stare and we're like well what do you mean like no we're not <laughs> just to make them feel uncomfortable but no and then we we joked around we said well it's yes it's a bachelorette party obviously <laughs> and we're wearing sweats and it was it was great and we were all so comfortable so that is my choice that's a legit choice too yeah yeah so that's what i had to do well thanks for playing along with that that's always fun to to poke around into people's brains and see (laughs) see where it leads Yes, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. Thanks for reaching out. Yeah, well, and I will keep my eyes peeled for one of your workshops. Hopefully do something, you know, maybe around the holidays. And, Sounds and good. And you can see how bad I actually am. Maybe a flora cornucopia. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. So now I think that we should get pictures of all of our own flowers we have at home growing, oh. and we should post those on social media as a contest, <laughs> and and see if everybody can figure out whose flowers are whose. I think mine would be pretty obvious. But yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Brooke. You bet. All right. Brooke, we'll talk to you later. So thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.